All right, thanks for your views there so far this morning. Let's talk now building solidarity in rural communities for LGBTQI plus members. Uh, joining us is uh, Lydia Sono, who's an LGBTQI activist. Let's give you background on our chat. So our next guest is a corrective rape survivor, and we say corrective in inverted commas, we'll say why, who has become a fully-fledged advocate for the LGBTQI plus rights within her rural community of Mpumalanga. She's managed to make her dreams a reality by establishing a recreational center in her community and created an inclusive space for queer people. She has been working in partnership with non-profit organization Kurisa and PJ Powers as the brand ambassador to raise funds for the recreational center just outside of the Kruger National Park. PJ Powers is known uh, as an ally of the LGBTQI plus community, that legend, our music legend here in South Africa, who has spoken out on the spate of hate crimes and human rights violations in communities. So Lydia Sono's next challenge is to expand the Ubuntu Club and provide support services to their members in Skumansdal area. She joins us now to tell us about her journey and what she is uh, working on and wanting to work on in future. Lydia, good morning. Thank you for, for joining us. Thank you very much, Asana. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for being bold by sharing your experiences with rape. And we're saying corrective in inverted commas because I feel we need to touch on that. It is a hate crime and there's nothing corrective about it. It does not correct anything. There's nothing to correct. But I mean, that's the term that we use. And maybe the challenge should be in the terminology we use when we uh, label the crimes against the LGBTQI plus community. Your thoughts on that? Yes. What would you want to say in terms of the labeling of the hate crimes against members of the LGBTQI plus community? No, it's just uh, uh, aimed attack. Aimed attack, if I can say. Okay. Let's talk about how it started for you then in terms of working with Kulisa. First of all, explain to us, uh, give us background on Kulisa. Uh, Kulisa is a non profit organization uh, that gave me. Um, and leadership, uh, life skill leadership. So I gained so much uh, strength in uh, Kulisa. So since 2018, I was part of the Kulisa Social Solution uh, Group that is employing young people. So I was part of the program. What is the program about exactly? It was just a community crime prevention, community development workout, such as like that. Okay, then let's talk then the Ubuntu Club for young LGBTQI plus uh, people in uh, your community. Tell us about that, the background also. The Ubuntu Club is just, uh, you as a, as a young person, you must organize as young people and you give them just like skill searching. I think something like that, if I can say even. Mm-hmm. Your personal experience and just your growing up in the community that you did, you say that you always felt like you stood out in your community. Tell us about that. Yeah, my community itself uh, is a rural area in Pumalanga, Skumazal. So where the LGBT, I have still labeled even now, even now as we talk. So I came out since I gained that strength in Kulita, in Kulisa, leadership or that you must be yourself so i came out then i was just i was teaching this lady so i we decided to come out in the community after that i and my girlfriend wouldn't attack in our own house uh 
Yes, we attacked. It was around 2 a.m. 2 a.m. in the morning. When we just had uh, a cut of a butler door. So that's how we and my cousin were attacked. And they called me by my name after they switched off the, our lights, our house lights. So that is why I say it's a, it was a hate crime planned attack. Mm, and was something done about it did you, when you reported to the police? It was so hectic because we were told that, wow, you you were also raped. I was like, yes, they were like, you know, you are a man, how? So from that day, I hated that statement from their professional people that's mm. supposed to help us. But instead, they victimized me so much. Yes, the second time now you're being victimized when you're supposed to be getting the assistance you need from uh, legal counsel. Yes, like I told them, they, they asked us, who are the suspects? Like I was, yes, I think uh, one, two, three are the suspects. They, they was like to me, okay, Lydia, as a man, go and tell them and come with them here in the police station. What kind of like, thing is that now? Yes, that's what they told me. Goodness, and and I'm sure you did know who they are because I mean, when we're in rural uh, settings, we kind of do know who we are, uh, who's around us, and, and all of that. There is a sense of community, but obviously in this case, it wasn't for you. Uh, for that to, to be a requirement for you to go and now face your attackers and bring them to, I mean, how do we, hey guys? You know what? Okay, so let's talk now in terms of what you're trying to do. You're working with a uh, uh, singer, our legendary singer PJ Powers, and you obviously having gone through what you have, you want to make sure that uh, other uh, kids or other you know uh, women, young women, don't face the same thing that you did. Uh, and your challenge is to expand the Ubuntu Club. What do you need for uh, this uh, this goal? Like my um, since I experienced that experience. I decided to advocate for the human, for the LGBTI people, rights. So I know in South Africa we don't have any shelter for the LGBTI people. So I come up with this initiative of hmm, since I feel the thing, and I visit everywhere in South Africa. So I see that there of LGBTI being raped every day. I've been killed every day. So. Mm. I came out with this initiative of why I, in a rural area, can't just uh, introduce this LGBTI people 100%. So I started this uh, support group. So I I saw the need of having a shelter for the LGBTI people because at home already I accommodated some of my friends. Mm. So it was my plan to have a safe space for them since they are, I think they are my people. I love the LGBTI community so much. So I know what are they going through every day. I know what we are going through every day. I experience so much as an LGBTI person. And and you do further, you go further by also giving skills development. Because I employ them. We don't have any support, especially here in rural areas. Wow. They don't take us seriously. They don't take us as a human being because we always call by demands, you know. 
what what should change and how should it change? Where does it begin when it comes to how mentalities in our rural uh, community? Because as black people, that is our those are our roots. That's where we come from. So we can't just you know obviously at the same time uh, walk away and turn away from those mentalities that come from where we were raised. Uh, but at the same time, we can't continue like this. We we can't be in those spaces where there isn't that sense of real community, really. And so I'm trying to change their mindset, because, you know, black people like that, especially in rural areas, they don't respect us at all. Yeah. Also, you manufacture masks. Uh, that's an initiative that you do that's uh, helping the elderly in your community under the Ubuntu Club. Tell us more. Yeah, during lockdown in our area, in Komanzi municipality, our area was the first uh, area to have uh, three cases of COVID-19 for the first time. So I come up with this initiative of uh, sewing masks for the elderly. So I went out on my social media asking for donations. Uh, so my friend, the donator, the material then, I went out to ask for those who know how to sew. So I was uh, um, having a, a friend who was a doctor. He just gave me something as uh, how to make a face mask. So I took it to that lady that I that he was having a machine. So I gave her. Then she helped. She helped. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, three thousand people benefited fr- from the initiative. So I gave. Uh, yeah, and then people for the the mask to protect themselves. Since you know you are, we are on the rural areas, they don't have money, something like that. So it mm. it was my great initiative. Yes, you were also a youth leader in uh, uh, the Make It Better program. What's that program about? Like, uh, it's a life skill program where I was going to school and motivate learners how they must take care of themselves while they are still at school. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was something like that. Well, I mean, again, I salute you for being bold to share your story so openly and to, because of what you've been through now, decide you're going to make sure that others don't go through the same thing because you could have literally just stayed in your corner and be bitter, but you've turned this into a positive for others. Also benefiting from uh, mentorship from a BBC journalist, uh, you speak of Francis Watley, and now you have become a mentor for those uh, around you. Uh, We salute you for that. What are the major lessons you learned from that mentorship? It was like, I am not my experience. Mm. I am Lydia. I am still beautiful. After everything that's happened to me, I appreciate myself. You know, I I once tried to kill myself. Uh, When I tried to kill myself, so at the end of the day, after recovering, I told myself, no, not the way that's happened to me, so why must I give it a chance of destroy my life why must i destroy the lydia in me so i forgive myself then i pick up again yes lydia you're a strong woman man and uh, we just uh want to encourage you to keep doing what you are doing let's listen though there's a whatsapp no uh, message uh, and then we can listen and respond to it and then have uh touching on the lydia sono foundation as well no problem
Okay, let me start with the message first. Uh, this is from Bra Makene in Polukwane saying, uh, Asanda, we, you, says, Asanda, you see, we must learn to accept each other. Uh, good morning. Thank you, fam. Thank you, Bramakene, then Pulukwane. We definitely need to learn to accept each other. Absolutely, absolutely. Everyone should have a place in the society that we live in, which is the world society. Let's listen to a voice note now. Okay, now uh, let's talk now the Lydia Sono Foundation. Uh, Lydia, you founded this, you recently registered it. Uh, obviously, you do, you do need some help. Uh, where can people come forward to, for donations and what exactly do you need in terms of donations? Like, I still need to build a shelter. Since I have the empty space, I'm working on building that affects heaven for the LGBTI community just to accommodate them. I accommodate those who is abandoned in their homes. So I think it's going to be a self-space where everyone will gain themselves. I don't care who who, who will come, any person, not, the, not only the LGBTI person, but anyone who may need shelter.